0: National Signing Day is in the books, and I have three elite athletes from Tulsa, Oklahoma, one of the greatest cities out there. They're all defensive backs, all quarterbacks from Booker T. Washington High School. We have J.D. Drew, Jordan Drew, who's headed to Utah State University. We have Jaden King, who's going to Division I Houston Baptist University, and we have Gentry Williams, who's headed to the University of Oklahoma. All three of you signed your national letters of intent and sent them today for all of you what kind of day was it emotionally gentry
1: you know for, for me you know it was kind of a relief you know i'm glad that today you know if i only came and i was able to you know submit my papers and turn everything in so i'm just grateful for the opportunity I'm glad it's over
0: Jaden.
2: yeah like gentry said it was just a big relief and it was a lot of stress going into this uh process
3: but you know i'm just glad that this dance come jordan yeah, just like the, uh, they said, I just felt like it was a relief. My family is relief. My mom, she's all good for it. And yeah.
0: I'm glad you all are feeling relief and feeling positive. Where does your focus turn to after getting this signing day over with?
3: Um, basically, my focus turns to just grinding now for these last couple months while I'm in town. So yeah, just been putting in this work.
1: Yeah, like Drew said, just really, you know, trying to prepare ourselves for the next level and what's about that happening. But, you know, obviously, you know, we're trying to do our thing like one last time in track this last season and, you know, hopefully go out with a gold medal.
2: Yes, sir. Just putting in the work so we can uh, get down there and be prepared for when we're uh, getting in the group down there to our schools.
0: Do all three of you guys compete in track?
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: That's fantastic what... uh events will you guys do this spring
3: uh, i'll be doing the four by one and the 100 i'll be doing the four by one the 200 the open 200 and the open 100
1: i'll be doing the two to four and the open in the four by one
0: congratulations um gentry how did the ceremony the, the signing all that go today at booker t
1: uh, I wasn't able, actually able to have it at Boogie T, you know, due to us closing school. So I was able to have that at the, at the house. Oh. Everything went smooth, you know, still signed my papers. And, so, you know, college athlete, now. <laughs> Did you
3: guys
0: end up doing interviews today?
3: I had a couple of interviews with Brian. That was about it. Okay, great. And also had one back to, practice too. And it's my second one.
2: Fantastic. <laughs>
0: Jaden, what made Houston Baptist the right fit?
2: I mean, just the atmosphere and uh, what the coaches really bring to the the platform. And it just felt like a second home to me when I got down there.
0: What is your potential? Uh,
2: My potential, um, I'm just looking forward to just getting down there and really uh, changing the culture down there with my talent
0: you're very talented and you come from a team with multiple division one prospects in your class and your class below you. What are you going to prove at Houston Baptist?
2: I'm going to prove that I belong in the division one level and that my work ethic will get me there because I'm, I will work very hard and I've worked hard to get here. So I feel like I can uh, just improve the team.
0: That's perfect. How do you as a teammate improve your teammates?
2: Um, just building up, just building our team up for confidence and uh, just helping them with everything, with everything they need. Mm-hmm.
0: Jordan and Gentry, what are some examples of Jaden being that friend and being that reliable teammate?
1: Ooh, I mean,
3: uh, just his athletic ability, his speed, pushing me to be the best person I could be every day on and off the field.
1: Sure, I think Jaden, he's a lockdown corner. Like when he go guard that receiver, like you ain't got to worry about you know having to play over the top or have to help him because he's gonna do what he gotta do. You know he, you know something he's been a vocal leader. You know we're in uh, zone coverage. He lets you know where his help is at stuff like that. So t-
0: tremendous. Gentry, you decided to stick with your commitment to OU. How did you deal with Coach Riley leaving for USC?
1: It was tough in the beginning. And You know, obviously building is such a relationship I had with that staff, Coach Grinch, Coach Riley, Coach Manning, and just getting to know those people and then having them. And, and, and I learned that, you know, it's a business and people do what they got to do for themselves and what they got to do for their family, which is fine. But um, I think the new staff, you know, we have, have a tremendous staff with Coach Vallad, Coach Roof, and Venables, and uh, the journey keeps moving on.
0: As a recruit, I know that these coaches are in your ear for, for years, uh, if not you know, more than just a few months. But that's a relationship you built up over time. Uh, at what point does it become complicated and you conflate the coach with the program and they become one and the same?
1: Yeah, I think obviously my relationship with OU like – you can say that you're going to a school because of just the school, but I've been knowing them basically my whole high school career, so it, it did become a relationship, you know based decision. But once they left, I was able to rethink, rethink some things, obviously, and you know I understood why I chose OU in the beginning, and you know it's for the culture for the program, and that's why I stayed.
0: Did Lincoln Riley reach out to you about coming to USC?
1: Um we we actually had conversations but you know he he was very um understanding with me wanting to stay um at US at, at OU excuse me and you know he, he really didn't want to push me to go to OU because of the relationship he had with the people at OU but we did talk
0: That's good. I know that originally USC was on your short list of schools when you were narrowing it down. So I was curious as to your reaction when that staff, including Coach Grinch, ended up um, moving to L.A. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, um, it was actually kind of a shock to me, you know, finding out like that, like, wow, that's who they hired, because, you know, going through the process, because I remember when Coach Helen got fired at USC, Riley's name was never mentioned, so when he got the job, it was like kind of, I was in shock, like, wow.
0: How did Brent Venables keep you committed to OU?
1: I think just the conversations we had over time, you know, he he understood why I didn't want to sign early on, and he understood what what I valued, and I understood what he valued. And at the end of the day, I told him, you know, it's a business decision for the coaches, so I think it should be a business decision for the players as well. And uh, he showed me why this should be the best decision on and off the field.
0: And when you say business decision on and off the field, what are some of the perks of going to the big home state school like OU?
1: Like you said, I think the biggest thing is that you get to put on for your home state. You know, um, in the state of Oklahoma, I feel like OU football is the pro team. So everybody is going to be rooting for you, wishing you the best and, you know, on your side. And then when you look at Coach Venables, he's coached in eight national championships. You know, he's had numerous first rounders. So to say what he knows what it takes, you know, he actually does know what it takes. and. I don't think he's going to stop, you know, just becoming at the head coach of OU. I think it's going to get even better.
0: And what makes you believe that Coach Venables, Coach Roof, and that staff will get better over time?
1: I think just the whole entire vibe of the staff, you know, how genuine the people are. You know, like we talked ball when I was there and we talked ball over the phone, but it's more about the person. And I think the more that I look at it like that, that they care about the people that they have in that, in that program, that they're, they're trying to build something special. And that's why I feel like, you know, we can achieve some greatness.
0: Absolutely. And what was your rationale for, for holding off on signing?
1: Uh, just making sure I made the best decision for me. You know, me and my family and didn't want to leave anything uncertain. Um, I know at the time the decision didn't seem like the best, but I don't regret not signing in December because I feel like now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm at peace with my decision. I feel like it was the best decision for me and my family. That's excellent. Uh, Jordan Drew, how
0: encouraged are you by the end of Utah State season going 11-3 and, and and may get some top 25 consideration heading into next season?
3: Man, I was very proud of what uh, what the team has did. Uh, Eleven and three—that's good. Now I think we're AP twenty-five right now. I think we're like ranked number twenty-four in the country right now. So yes, uh, I was very pleased about it.
0: What has the staff told you the identity of that Aggies team is? Uh,
3: basically, they just told me like they're just big on fa- like family, faith. Football and just they just can't wait for me to get down there. That's basically what they were just saying.
1: Yeah,
0: when are you moving down there?
3: Uh I should be down there at like end of May.
1: Okay.
4: Yeah, Good. uh I'll be leaving at the end of May also.
1: Yeah, I'll be sticking around until May. I don't leave till June. That's excellent. I'm glad you guys get to do
0: that high school uh flies by and uh
1: yeah.
4: Yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs>
0: is <laughs> <laughs> <Toulson's
3: laughs> decent I like it <laughs> like With our school We had like A couple coaches leave From Utah So Yeah Actually my corners coach Had just recently left From Utah State So he ended up going To Washington State So right now I think they're looking For another corners coach
0: Are you talking about Coach Brown?
3: Yeah he ended up He just left like last week
0: Oh, he's still on their uh, website, on the Aggies
3: website. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he just yeah, left. He just got the job last week.
0: And how does that uh, affect you, uh, having been close with him during the recruiting process?
3: Uh, at first, it affected me like a little bit. Like I was, it was kind of sad at first because you know that was my primary recruiter. But at the end of the day, it's about business and it was best for him. And he had to do what's best for his family. So I I had to just realize that. Uh, I actually talked to Coach A and he was like, he was very actually happy for him because he gets to move up to Pac-12. So he couldn't really say nothing negative or nothing about like bad about it. He was just actually happy for him that he get to move up. Because, you know, we're Mountain West, Washington State is Pac-12. So he was actually actually getting paid actually more. So he wasn't really mad or anything. So he was actually most likely happy for him.
0: Mm -hmm. When you were getting recruited, Jordan, when did Coach Brown reach out to you?
3: Uh, He had reached out to me in like June of 2021 uh, summer. It was around June, July of 2021 summer. Mm
0: -hmm. And I'm curious, how did he find you?
3: Uh, He's an Oklahoma guy too. He's from Oklahoma City. And a yeah. uh, couple couple people down in Tulsa. He's good friends with big twin, little twin. So yeah, they put yeah. good good in for him.
0: I remember he coached at OBU and I think maybe UCO, but but one of those schools down there. I think that was about ten years ago. East Central. Oh, East Central, yeah. Yeah, he
3: coached at yeah East Central and Troy. Uh, like Arkansas State, yeah, he coached at those schools.
0: That's great. It's interesting how those recruiting lines and those connections run deep, you know, more than 10 years. They say networking is such a big thing, but like the people that you met 10 years ago might end up helping you in some capacity and it seems like they landed a gem of a prospect in you in kind of an unlikely scenario.
3: Yeah. His, like, his biggest thing was like, you playing on lead, like, do you want to go far? Would you mind like leaving to go college far? And I always told him, yeah. And that's when he really pulled the trigger on me, like, yeah. And then when we took the visit, my mom was very satisfied of Utah State. She loved it. Actually, loved it over all the schools that I visited. So yeah, as long as my mom was happy, then I was good with it.
0: She seemed very happy when you committed at the hotel a couple months ago, I remember that, that was very special. Jordan Drew, by the way, the first returning guest to Raw Tools after being featured in episode three, I wanna say it was? Yeah. Yeah. Um, We've come a long way um, in uh, about four months since then, I think, Um, so that's awesome, man, I'm, I'm happy for you. And what motivates you to go however many hours out west to Utah? In respectfully speaking, in the middle of nowhere to play
3: football. <laughs> really, I just wanted to go somewhere far from Oklahoma, and just basically, my mom was just telling me to just to follow my heart. She said, "Well, she's going to like she was emotional that I was going far, but then she had to just sit down and like pray about it and just realize that she like I was going to be all right being far away." So yeah, and that's
0: again respectfully. Why did you want to go far from Oklahoma?
3: Uh, really, I just, I just felt like it was best for me. Uh, my brother went far from college. He did good, and he ended up just leaving me due to a medical issue, and then joining the army. So, I had to just sit down talking to my brother. He said it's, it's like pros to it. It's actually like a little bit of cons to it, but then he's like it's mostly pros. You get to meet new people. just uh, yeah.
0: It'll be an interesting experience. I remember when I was in high school in the great city of St. Louis, Missouri, I was always telling my parents that I wanted to go as far away as possible. Um, go to like the Floridas, and I guess I considered Indiana far at the time, but it wasn't. Um, ended up going 90 minutes down the road um, to Columbia, Missouri, University of Missouri. So um, funny how that turned out. And to flip uh, the script on that question, Gentry. Why do you want to stay close to Tulsa? Because you had offers from LSU, from Georgia, from all the great Power 5 schools. Why did you want to stay home?
1: Just, I would say, just the personal things that I valued. You know, I valued being close to my mom, being close to my family. I valued um, being able to play for my home state. You know, I grew up being an OU fan, so when the opportunity came across, uh, I I had to give it a chance. And, You know, I did think going away would be the best option for me, you know, at a point in time in my recruitment, but just looking at it overall, staying home and being able to rep the 9 one across my chest, I didn't want to pass it up.
0: And Gentry, you will have perhaps a unique opportunity in that you will play both a Big 12 schedule while you're in college and you'll play an SEC schedule. How tough do you think that transition will be from one conference to the next?
1: Um, I think it won't be as hard as what people think because you know, just the type of team we're starting to build. You know, at OU, like we have SEC coaches, we have coaches who know what it's like to be on the ground every week. So that part won't be too hard as as far as the preparation goes. But obviously, the mindset of having to play, you know, a good team every week is something we'll have to adapt to. But we'll get there.
0: I'm really excited to see that develop. This is this is fun times and realignment and college football you've got name image and likeness deals you've got so much happening and, and that will continue to happen for the next 10 years so i'm really excited for that uh Jaden, uh, reflecting back on your time at booker t washington how successful was your high school career
4: um it was very successful throughout my four years um i was just blessed to be around my teammates and uh it was very successful in my books because, you know, I had last year, my junior year, I had nine interceptions and uh, I broke a school record. And then I tied a state record for the most interception in the game, four picks. So um, I think it was very, I made a great relationship with teammates. And uh, I feel like it was very successful in my books.
0: During certain games this season, Jaden, did it ever dawn on you? Or did it ever feel like, This is actually kind of easy by sniping those things out (laughs) in coverage.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, it gets easier when you watch film and film on the person that you're going against and just the whole entire team. So it should come easy. Just putting in the work before the games, practice should be harder than the games. And it certainly made it that way, playing out that way.
0: I'm curious. People talk about film, and I I can't speak to the quality of Oklahoma High School video sessions. How much did you gain from studying other opponents in 6A ball?
4: Oh, man, you gain a lot, man. You you, uh, just learn, and you can also learn from other players, too, while you're watching film, just their techniques and everything. But, yes, film watching is very important.
0: Which teammates did you learn from?
4: Um, Just my teammates right here, like Michael Tease and Jordan Drew and Gentry. We can just all learn from each other in practice, too.
0: Let's talk about Micah. What's his ceiling?
4: Oh man, uh, he's a very special kid. He has a lot of talent, and uh, he's next one up. You know, he's in class of 2023. He'll be on this on this uh, talk show soon. So, just looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, send him my number. That'll be great.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I will do.
0: I'll, I'll turn that question around on, on you, Jordan and, and Gentry. Now, if you could go back.
1: What would you change? Uh, I'd probably tell myself, um, that trust the process early on, you know. Control what you can control. It'd probably be the biggest thing. Don't worry about what you can't control.
0: What did you find yourself worrying about early on in the process?
1: um, just it would just be simple things you know stuff like you know or what what can I do to make the team better? you know I'm a quarterback. I'm worried about how we can stop scoring I mean how we can stop people scoring on defense like just simple stuff like that or worried about recruitment that I shouldn't really be worried about you know because it was years in advance and just I should have been worried about you know just making myself better each day, you know, not you know just seeing the big picture.
0: Yeah. Did, did you put too much pressure on yourself?
1: Um, I wouldn't necessarily too say too much pressure, but it, it's it's too it's easy to lose sight of the goals right in front of you and look down the road. I'll say that. You know, I think I was surrounded by some great people like Drew, Jaden, um, Tease, that we we all understood what we needed to accomplish right now to get to the bigger goals. But once you don't worry about that and just let yourself play loose and handle it and everything will handle itself. That's when I feel like you're the best.
0: Mm-hmm. Jordan, how about you? If you could go back, what would you change?
3: Uh, I, what he said trust the process, you know, I was actually late recruited. Some It's like some players get early recruited. They start off in their freshman year, like Gentry, got offered his freshman year, but I stayed, I stayed to the course and trust the process. I should have like, did that at the beginning.
0: Yeah. How stressful is it to see two, three years go by, and not get that traction that you want?
3: Uh, it was very stressful at, at like, beginning of it. And then I just kept on putting in countless hours of working hard, and then, People just, he kept on, like, gentrifying. He just kept on telling me, like, it's going to come. It's got to come. You got to just trust the process. And that's what I kept on doing, just putting in that work.
0: Yeah. And, Jaden, I know you got that offer from Houston Baptist, and that was huge for you. But at any point, did it feel, ah, I'm breaking these records. I've got all these picks. I'm doing everything I can to, to put myself out there and still just kind of frustrated at not getting the recognition that you rightfully deserve?
4: Yeah, it was it was stressful at times. And uh, yeah, I got a little mad. I feel like I could have done more, but you know, like they say, you just have to trust the process and everybody gets recruited at different times. And uh, I just had to trust the process and just uh, stay working hard. And uh, they finally came during my senior season.
0: What motivates you?
4: Uh, what motivates me, uh, I would say just uh, just getting the win, man. Uh, winning is just, that's just my, the main goal. Mm-hmm.
0: Gentry, why do you play the game?
1: Uh, to be the best, you know, as simple as that. It might sound corny, but to be one of the names that people talk about on, like, like you can't, like, people watch my tape on them to just simply say he's a dog, like, he he a killer mentality. You know, just that simple. Jordan, what motivates you?
3: Uh what motivates me? Uh just the love and the passion of the game. Uh I don't really know what motivates me. Yes.
0: Who uh I just love the game. who fostered your love for football?
3: I could really uh my brother. Just being big on me in football, just he, that's what really fosters me. With my br- big brother, Jalen, he played at Booker T, won state championship, the 2018 year that he won and went on to play college football. So, yeah, they, he builds a big impact on my life.
0: And, Gentry, you mentioned being the best and that being your fuel. But at what point did it occur to you first that, damn, I love this. This is my life, or most of my life.
1: Mm, i probably say my freshman year when we started winning and I was playing quarterback. I was playing with like Dax, JJ, and all them. We was winning, and everybody was coming to the games, and it was just a fun experience. Like, this, is, I'm enjoying this. Like, this is what I want to do.
0: Yeah, we got to get Dax Hill on the show. Um, if you all want to hook me up with that at some point, that would be great. He's got a lot to talk about. These next couple weeks, Coach Harbaugh staying and all that good stuff. So, love that. And I guess to wrap it up, um, just final thoughts. Jaden, how are you going to spend this time uh, through May and what are you looking forward to next?
4: Uh, I'm just uh, staying on the grind and keep working out with these guys and uh, just preparing myself for the next level. And uh, when when I do get down there, just building relationships with my future teammates and coaching staff.
0: Jordan, are you going to find yourself missing Tulsa or how are you going to reflect on the final couple of months you have uh, in Oklahoma?
3: Man, I can't even explain that. I'm going to, man, I'm going to miss it. Just the atmosphere, you know, the altitude is high up there, especially when we miss some food spots up here that they don't have down there. Uh, man. Especially, I'm gonna miss Browns. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a Browns up there, so that's one thing I'm gonna miss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna keep on working hard. I'm just keep on working hard, just competing with these guys, making each other better, and hopefully get down there, start down there, and get a playing spot, playing, get some playing time down there. So yeah.
0: That's a that's a big appeal for you as a freshman. You've got a, a really good chance to to play up there, and I'm looking forward to that. You guys need to be good friends and send Jordan some Brahms. Um yeah, man. Time
1: while you can. <laughs> man, I'm gonna have to send him some ice cream every now and then just to see if he's still alive. <laughs> right. And, and gentry,
0: uh your final months in Tulsa. How are you going to reflect on what's been a great high school career and
1: uh, a great
0: career to come?
1: I think the biggest thing is, you know, ending it off right, you know, we need to go do what we need to do on that track, you know, on that four by one, hopefully I can do the two, win the two and the four, but um, just really grateful for my opportunity that I was given at Boogie T. In Tulsa, and just, you know, I'm blessed and grateful for this opportunity, but I'm ready for the next level. You know, I'm ready to work and ready to compete. But um, I just want to say thank you. To-
0: And thank you guys for joining this podcast again. I know, Jordan, it's your second time. Gentry, you're a longtime friend. I would have you on all the time. Uh, Jaden, it was nice to, to meet you uh, finally and get this all going. Uh, don't be strangers. Um, keep uh, living your best life. Go make friends. Um, go be great. Um, go get everything you guys deserve. Uh, and congratulations again on signing your letters of intent. Thank you guys so much for joining.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you. Go Aggies.
0: And that was the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked that conversation, please hit the like or subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. We much appreciate you listening and we'll see you Tuesday.